Hello, and welcome to episode two of Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. Six Figures, Two Vehicles, and a Playset. I definitely almost forgot the name of the podcast <laughs> there. I was like, I was like re- it was my brain was finding the words as I was saying them. It you was just like started, and you were just like the words. Hopefully, will come out, and they did, and they did. So and it only brilliant. Sounded mostly wrong. Great job. Or kind of wrong. Just a little awkward, but you know. So we're we only waited until the second episode to go off of our uh, our pattern. Yeah, fully changed the format. Yeah. So the first episode, we each get, chose a an, a, a, a pop culture thing. A movie in a that movie. case. Yeah. That the other one had to invent a toy line containing at least six figures, two vehicles, two vehicles and, and a, a playset. <laughs> and then we kind of talked about it back and forth and it was really fun. Well, since we had such a good time with the first one, we decided to do something completely different. Kind yes. of kind of completely different for the second. Uh, we just watched a movie that the two of us both really like but also kind of understand is shitty it's bad uh we watched freddy versus jason yeah the uh it's just a bad movie it's really rough it's every time that we watch it throughout the movie i keep reminding myself wow this is this is rough yeah and then like Eight months later, a year later, I'm like, we should watch Freddy versus Jason again. That's yeah. such a fun movie. The like really good parts always it's stick like the out. McRib. And yes, it is like the McRib of Sorry, movies. I interrupted. No, that's perfect. What we decided to do was watch this movie together and then kind of team up to come up with our toy line. So I think maybe first we should give a brief summary of the movie and maybe <laughs> a couple of things that we didn't remember about it or that we think are important to right. bring up and then we'll dive into the toy making goodness sounds good so freddy versus jason opens up with freddy and he can't get to the kids because they don't remember him and so he wakes up jason to go and kill him and then hilarity ensues right jason's uh, too good at his job yeah jason's too good at his job <laughs> and like I don't think we really need to say much more than that. Like other than that, the, the, the climax of the movie <laughs> is the titular fight Freddy at versus Camp Jason. Crystal Lake. Yeah. And it, it's, it's like the Crystal Lake development now. Yeah. Because they're like building houses there. <laughs> Cause that yeah. seems like a great plan. Yeah. Let's take this camp where lots of children died right. and turn it into apartments. I mean, a, a resort maybe is what maybe. they're planning for. There's some luxury fishing according to the billboard. Yeah. It's like just a convenient reason for there to be like propane tanks. Right. The construction site was stuff. sort of pivotal yeah. to the, the final scene. They definitely were like, oh, we'll do this. How do we make that happen? Here's what we're going to need. A bunch of rebar, <laughs> explosions, and water. How do we fit this all together in one thing? And so, they did it. They did. They figured it out uh, with masterful aplomb. Um, so that's probably enough mm-hmm. for, and we'll probably talk about some more as we go. So the first question that I think it ha- has to be answered mm-hmm. is, 
in your mind, what should be the style of toy line? So mm. what is an, what is another existing toy line that this would be similar to? And if you need a moment, I can talk about something, another thing. I'm going to need to think about it. While you're pondering that, I want to address that NECA has already made a 7-inch scale Jason from this film. Right. They, sort of the like ultimates he's yeah he's got like it's a bunch of accessories the flaming sword okay, yeah. and he's kind of blackened mm, okay. like he is yeah. in most of this movie and it's an awesome figure yeah. but uh i think what we want is to talk about an entire toy line correct something more uh that hasn't been done sure so honestly a few things came through my mind while we were watching it because like since jason exists as a toy property already it's easy to just say like oh you know NECA style six right. seven inch right. scale like that's standard it's pretty standard for a lot of horror films yeah and I don't think anybody would complain about that. no certainly not but and I don't think we should really go into this very much but I was just thinking how fucking hilarious it would be to have a pin mates set of Freddy versus Jason. Freddy versus Jason some Lego sets. Oh, yeah. Right? And then maybe even, like, some Playmobil. Like, very <laughs> cute. Very cute. Like, the, you could have the corn maze and stuff. Oh, yeah. Flaming sword. There's definitely so many. There's just something great. You can play with it. About cute things of Horrible things. things. Yeah, yeah, horrifying things. Yeah, that, that would be fantastic. I, I don't know if you've seen... They have bootlegos of a bunch of the horror characters. No, I've seen sort of unofficial Lego ideas type things yeah. where people custom build them themselves. Well, this yeah. is not that far off, but this is these are like mass produced oh. and sold on eBay. Oh wow! Okay, no, I had like no idea. Often sold by vendors at conventions huh. for very marked up prices wow. to unwitting people. I mean. That's a whole other issue. Yeah, you're right. It's probably not worth even talking about that. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that would be great to have like a little Freddy versus Jason Lego playset. Yeah. I would absolutely It'd love that. It would be adorable. And you but... could have all the ridiculous characters from this movie in it. Exactly. I mean, I think the go-to is probably like six-inch scale-ish action I mean, figures. That would be great. To, that you could make so many different ones uh the uh one of the ideas well the idea that i had that mm -hmm. i went with with my with my notes that i took here yes. was something similar to the real ghostbusters toy line from from the 80s okay um i'm not super familiar so uh it's it's their like four inch scale okay and they're very cartoony mm -hmm. um but they but they also had very gruesome elements to them so there were there were often characters that would look like a normal person and then they would sort of transform into <laughs> like a um like a monster of some kind. Like for instance there's a there's a guy who's like a sanitation worker. He's mm -hmm. got a trash can and you lift the trash can up over his head and kind of push it down over his human head and it like transforms into a monstrous dragonfly. What? And so they're they're just like these the figures have like two modes of play. Mm -hmm. And they're very simple. They're not 
super articulated, but right. they're just kind of fun to play with. And I thought it would be funny to have a a, a silly style action figures of uh, of Freddy versus Jason. That we were both kind of like we didn't say that while we were watching it. We didn't no. say that to each other, but we both kind of had the same. Of, of, thought of like cutesy oh, silly yeah. kind of like not overly serious because the movie is not no it oh, is like definitely they're... trying to be scary at times yes but it is also incredibly goofy it's very silly um watching this really reminded me how on brand scary terry from rick and morty is <laughs> where he's just like i mean i think freddie has three different catchphrases in this movie where it's like Something, 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 bitch. Yeah, absolutely. And then uh, Monica Keener, the like lead, the yeah. final girl, Lori. Lori, yeah, she, uh, she even gets to to say uh something, something, bitch. Yeah, she gets to beat him at his own game, right? <laughs> Which okay, like, I didn't grow up on these like '90s slashers or whatever, so like. For me, when I hear the name Lori, my first thought is Halloween. Yeah. And in my head, every time they would say Lori, I'm like, are they referencing Lori Strode? Wait, no, that's not these properties. Like, I don't know that it's the case. I think they probably are. That's probably why they named her that. Yeah, it's just an interesting choice that like Lori is the main final girl in Halloween. And now your final girl is named Lori. And it's like. Every time I was like, oh, no, 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 wait. <laughs> like, you're no Lori. Right, You don't exactly. get to be, you're Monica. That's what <laughs> you get to be. <laughs> so uh, as far as making up our toy line, we have mm-hmm. to do our six figures. Um, I guess we didn't plan this out too well, but like, do, should we... Should we take turns making ours, or should I make a toy line? I think you should you make, make a toy, toy line, and I will, once you're done with the figures and you didn't cover something that I thought was important, then I'll talk about that. Okay. Well, so the fir- first off, I, I think you, you obviously are going to have multiple versions of Freddy and Jason. Absolutely. Because each of them has several major gags that they that they have in the movie, and... Um, the first for Freddy, I have the shadow arm where like the first time we see him, uh, attack someone, he has this big extending like darkness arm that he, that he puts right through the drunk guy's chest. I thought that would be a cool toy. You have like, I don't know. He, he has like a normal arm and you like squeeze his legs and it extends or something like that. Um, and then the next one I had was uh, an extending tongue, because there's where he's trying to uh, kiss the the main girl, and I thought it would be kind of funny to have uh, a a Freddy figure where you like squeeze his arm and a big long comical tongue comes out of his mouth. I thought that would be kind of funny. It's pretty horrifying, um, but yeah. Then I was thinking maybe a like karate action Freddy mm. because there's in that final battle, he's doing all of these like elbow drops and knees. Oh, yeah. and he's like Muay Thai Freddy or something. It's every fight style that he could possibly try. <laughs> he, they might as well have like dubbed in uh, like Power Rangers. Like, oh, so, no. oh, wait, oh. Um, and then the last Freddy that I thought of mm-hmm. was a detachable limbs Freddy. Obviously, I just want every toy line to just have detachable body parts. 
It's a nice callback. Because we had our crash test dummies in yes. the first one. But I mean, it happens multiple times yeah. in this movie and in Day of the Dead. So it <laughs> totally makes sense that there would be some overlap. Uh, and then that e- that even lets you right away have the uh, the detached Freddy arm with the glove for Jason to wield. Yes. And also the severed head for Jason to carry at the end of the movie. So I would say that the severed head is like different than the head that's on his body because it's all jagged. That's true. At the bottom. So I, I mean, that's what I wrote was that, that there's a Jason from the end of the movie that should come with just Freddy's winking severed head. That's all like rough and jagged. That would be a great deluxe set. Sure. You, you get the, the final shot. That would be, that would be excellent. So the only Freddy that I noted down, the the version of Freddy, was at the end after Jason has ripped off both of his arms and has stabbed him through the chest with his own arm. Yeah. Very suburban Sasquatch, IML. <laughs> um, a little bit better effects. Yeah, it was, it was weird. But yeah, so in line with your removable limbs Freddy. So we want like super battle damage Freddy. Right. Like he's he's all battered and beaten. He's got his own arms sticking out of his chest. He's yes. very bloody. Yeah, that would be that would be essential for sure. Um did you do you have any Jason variants? Like what kind of what Jasons would we want? So the one that I noted... Okay, so with Jason, he's, like, kind of the same the whole movie. Yes. There's a few notable exceptions, which would be Flaming in the Cornfield with yeah. the machete, which, like, is amazing and that, definitely that lines up. the first one I wrote down, for sure. sure. Um, for me, like, okay, I have a problem where I want to redeem the monsters in every movie and so this movie definitely tries to make Jason a more sympathetic character by totally. having uh, Freddy see his nightmare of him being basically bullied and tortured as a kid. So I think having the sort of like smooth baby skin preteen Jason with his removable mask mm-hmm. and um, having like maybe a two pack that comes with mrs Voorhees. i totally wrote that down did you okay i wrote down mrs Voorhees and lil jason yes (laughs) that would be that would be great yes and then um there's the scene was it i think it's freddie has like the severed like sunken decayed mrs Voorhees head that he like yeah shows the severed head is is a recurring uh thing from the movies there's there, I believe it's in two when they find his like house. Mm. He has it on a shrine. He has like a little shrine to his mummified mom's head. Wow. And I want to say that's in multiple movies where okay. that, that severed head is, is around. I guess full disclosure, the only movies that I've seen with Jason are the first one, Jason X. <laughs> that's an excellent one. And this movie. No, so. that's not true. That's not true because we definitely watched... Um, uh, part six not that long ago where he, i have no memory of this place he gets dug up from the grave and comes back as a zombie oh that's Tommy the one with Jarvis the spike in the, the chest oh my yeah, god okay yeah. i completely forgot about that one the electrocution resurrection oh, thing. Yeah. okay okay that is like that to me that's the best i think that's the best friday the 13th okay movie yeah uh, it because it, it's so campy and and goofy but uh while also having some some scary kills and stuff so okay so we had the fire because the scene where he is in a cornfield 
and not Jack Black sprays him with Everclear and then hits him with a tiki torch. Correct. So he lights up on fire. I mean, uh, just like a completely engulfed in flames Jason toy that just like, he just casually walks around while he's on fire. Yep. Like maybe in his like single carded pack, he comes with some stalks of corn. Okay. That you can just like a couple of like little rows that you can set up next to him. Just yeah, that to would have be cool. a little. I like, clearly I like things that emerge from greenery. That's my jam. I don't know. <laughs> things appearing out of the woods. Uh, did you have any other, uh, any other variants of Jason? Mm, I don't like, think so. Like you said, he, he definitely, uh, he definitely appears to be pretty much the same. It's like when he first shows up, he's, he's kind of uh normal Jason. Right. And then for the rest of the movie, after he gets set on fire, he's dark and black. Right, he's like charred. He's like, He's New Orleans blackened Jason. This is Cajun. He's Cajun yeah. blackened Jason. Well, so I I didn't have too many, but mm-hmm. I thought we you that one would would be like the water burbling Jason. Okay. Where he has like little like water that comes out of his mouth. Oh, maybe like you, when they were in the van. Yeah, like maybe you fill him up with water and Ooh. you kind of squeezes his legs or something. Everything is squeezing. Everything is squeezing. And yeah. his mouth just kind of. It was pretty dark. It's like a narrow, it's narrow scene, but it, <laughs> but you gotta you gotta sell toys somehow. Exactly. Uh, and then the other one that I had was uh, rebar, Jason. So yes. you have like a Jason with pieces of rebar stuck through all through him. So. Yes. I didn't consider that as like an individual figure, but perhaps as a toy set. Yes, that is certainly, certainly part of our, our play set to spoil the ending here. Okay, so we, um, we've we got the two characters that you actually give a shit about in the movie. <laughs> uh, but now, now we have our generic... Are generic people. I think we should go in the order of how they died. Okay. So I, I'm gonna we start off with the two generic boyfriends. Right. I don't think they deserve toys. No, I, agreed. They're kind of awful. And they're just generic and, and useless. Like, okay, so the the first boy, Catherine Isabel's boyfriend, mm-hmm. his death mm-hmm. is pretty crazy. I I did so I did go back on my thought of those guys don't deserve toys. And I wrote down right here in half bed. Yeah. Because uh, that was fucking it's awesome. It's messed up. Yeah. That might be the only good, uh, not the only, it's one of the few good kills in this movie. It's the most brutal kill. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Because Jason goes like jackhammer stabbing on him with the right. machete and then folds the Backward bed in Backward folds him in half. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's real messed up. I don't know how you sell that. I don't know, like... Yeah, it's just not super marketable. Yeah, well, we don't care if it's actually marketable, right? But, like... I mean, I guess not, but... How would you... You know, like, would you... Would it just be a bed with a kid in it, and you just, like, fold it up? It has a hinge. Maybe that's, like, in one of the Jasons... Ooh, sorry. There's, like, a... There's, like, a paper cutout on the back of the card back that mm. you can cut out and fold into the bed yeah. and fold it in half, and it's, like, a little display toy for you. So I'm thinking you have like a, a sideline of game merchandise that comes out with the toy line. And it's sort of like a um, 
don't wake your parents game or, you know, like where you like roll a die and you get to move that many spaces. And then there's like a chance that the button will go off and like snap or something. (laughs) And so you have to like, it's a, it's a Freddy game, a Freddy versus Jason game. And if you mess up, then your boyfriend gets snapped in half in his, in his bed. Don't break daddy. I don't know. I honestly don't even remember that guy's name. Trey. Oh, <laughs> I remember it because his buddy who survives him by a few hours by like, yeah. is sitting on the porch drinking out of his oh. flask going, I'm going to get him, Trey. I'll revenge you. Oh, my gosh. Buddy. Like, honestly, they were so pointless. Yeah. Like, yeah. let's just streamline the movie. Yeah. So, by the way, um, I had this notebook next to me in order to, like, take notes while we were watching and literally like a quarter of the first page at the very top is just me criticizing the things happening in the movie. <laughs> and I had to stop and be like, this is not a movie review. We're not talking about the ridiculous things that happened in this movie. I need to think about toys. I had to consciously do the same thing. <laughs> because I had to, like literally yeah. I was like, these guys are pointless. <laughs> this girl is pretty, but not a good actress. Yikes. Columbine reference. Like it was just all of these things is definitely a product of its time oh that, god it's uh, and, it's and so it's early not odds. aged well no no there's some slurs and some questionable language yeah yeah uh so the next the next character that dies is that's important is Catherine isabel i know or her name in the movie i wrote it down is uh kid no wait I don't remember her name. It's Gib. It's Gib. Okay. I wrote Cat Isabel and confused myself. Oh, yeah. So that's that's her real name. <laughs> I, wrote, I wrote her down as Ginger. Because oh, that's the only role that matters for her. Rude. Uh, oh, no. That's she's that's true. She's amazing in Hannibal. You're yes, right. Yes, she is. Um, I mean, Catherine Isabel is wonderful and she's too good for this movie. What did I write? Catherine Isabel. <laughs> too, too good, good for, for this. this movie. Oh, no, honey. <laughs> I was waiting for her to have this epic death, and then her death was kind of lame. She gets stabbed with a pipe. So I think her action figure is literally just, she just has a removable hat, and that's it. I honestly (laughs) felt the same. I'm like, if if there is an action figure of her, it just needs to be like, headcanon, happy Catherine Isabel. No death involved. (laughs) Because it's not even just that. She witnessed her boyfriend die. She yeah. witnessed her other friends get attacked or whatever, who eventually die, but she dies first. She goes to this party to get drunk to try and forget the horrors of her life, passes out in a cornfield. Dude tries to rape her. Yep. Meanwhile, <laughs> while she's passed out, Freddie is torturing her in her mind, and then Jason stabs her. Yeah. Like, what did this girl do to deserve this horror? And it's just so mean spirited. Why the fuck is she wearing a hat? What's the deal with the hat? Who, You're very hung up on the I just hat. don't get it because usually you put a hat on your character in a movie if there's like nothing identifiable about right. them other than a it's hat. It's an aesthetic. And it's just like, oh, we put her in a hat. Yeah, she's wearing a hat. Maybe it's her hat. She's. I feel like Catherine Isabel is memorable enough without a hat. I agree. It's like the hat is not doing anybody any favors. Yep. And I think we talked about Catherine, Catherine Isabel, Isabel enough. Catherine Isabel enough. Poor so thing. So the next person that dies, I think, is Mark. Oh, the um, the blonde-headed angry kid from the sanitarium? Yes. I wrote him down as Ginger. Was he not Ginger? 
Is it just his brother that's ginger? Yeah. Okay. I think he's more blonde. Okay. And the actor might be a redhead, but uh, and I think it doesn't it, matter. We're talking about the same person. His name was Mark. Yes. And he doesn't do much in the movie, but like scream and ruin everyone's life. He's like the the um, soothsayer, basically, mm. character mm, where he, he has yeah. the forbidden knowledge and he's there to sort of like tease some exposition because yeah. he knows what's going on. So he gets to like feed you he's exposition man yep that you're right he tells us the rules of the movie exactly and And he's like pitiable he's sympathetic yeah it's really heartbreaking him like having to live through his brother's death again like it's pretty brutal it is but he doesn't actually further the plot and this was the point in the movie where i real remembered or realized i guess that like there's not really that many memorable deaths in this movie it's we- like I was expecting. So when I had the idea at the beginning of the movie about the Ghostbusters toy, mm-hmm. I was like, oh, every toy is going to be a different victim. And they're all right. going to have like a gimmick that's going to represent how they died. And it's mostly just like there's like, a couple like I wrote down the um the bad guy, the cop, the dorky cop, because yeah. I thought f- that he would be a toy. But then he just gets electrocuted, and it's not even cool. Like and so he doesn't do anything, so why would we even have a toy of him? So many of the deaths are like, they could not cut away from those scenes fast enough. <laughs> like, they're not even dead, and it cuts. <laughs> we go to some other part of the story, and they're just like, oh yeah, so-and-so died last night. Dead. Did you hear? <laughs> and you're like, well, I mean, the movie was kind of showing me, but then they decided, oh, let's move on. So the Mark guy... His toy would be, uh, like, I guess what we were saying was that, like, I wanted each toy to represent the character's death, but but there's they don't have good deaths, so it's hard to to feel like they belong in this in this this toy line. So like maybe that guy just doesn't even get a toy. Yeah. And then the next character that that dies, I think, isn't it the stoner kid? Oh, the stoner kid. Because he's definitely... I wrote the most stuff of him. Because he's definitely the most pivotal character in the movie. He does the most stuff. He absolutely is. I wrote a bunch of stuff for him, too. And that's crazy, right? I didn't even know his name until he, like, was about to die. So I I remembered him as the Jay character. The the bootleg Jay from Jay and Silent Bob. Like, he even has the beanie and the, like, the, like, straight down hair and the, like, uh, ski parka gotcha yeah he's always smoking weed right right he's just like basically a bootleg jay from jay and silent bob um but yeah you're right explain what you mean by how pivotal he is okay so here's all the things that i wrote down so one thing that i wrote down which it was before i started writing specifically about this character because obviously the hypnosil pills play like well okay this movie goes everywhere. The hypnosil <laughs> pills play a really important role, but only in like the middle third of the movie. Yeah, yeah. Or, or like the the second fifth of the movie or something. Like that for for like 30 minutes of the movie, they're super important and then we never talk about them again. <laughs> yep. So, I think I, at first I was like one of the characters has to come with a bottle of hypnosil pills. And then the scene with 
Freeberg, the stoner kid, mm-hmm. happens. Mm-hmm. So he has to come with a joint, obviously, because, you know, that's like half of his character's personality. Yeah, we, and we also, learned a new a new phrase from him. Yeah, a jaybreak. I mean, you know, I don't know anything about pot. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so uh, who knows what the cool kids call smoking a joint. I'm sure. Apparently that... it's a jaybreak. Well, from 2003 yeah. and maybe that was cool in 2003 and maybe it wasn't I but can, i can it is a weird say. thing i like absolutely cannot say i was a very <laughs> sheltered child and definitely did not know anything about marijuana in 2003 nor did i yeah the cl- despite wearing like sublime merchandise constantly and listening yeah. i still had no idea what i was i mean i hung about. out with depressed goth kids so like we really didn't need more downers okay yeah that's true you that's know fair. anyway so <laughs> so my thought is like obviously he needs to come with a joint but it's also kind of a selfish uh, desire because if you have a like certain scale joint, now you can give it to any action figure you have. And that's going to make for some great photos. Absolutely. I, Just I, saying. I mean, that's the dream to have okay. for sure. So here are the things that he would come with or features that he would have. Um, after he smokes, which like they don't really explain how this happens, but... Freddy as a horrifying caterpillar with a hookah a la Alice in Wonderland through the looking glass, like haunts him through the mental institution, but he's awake. I I think, I think what's supposed to have happened is that homeboy smoked his joint and immediately fell asleep. Okay. Because they really don't make that clear because when the other characters show up, he's awake and doing things. But by then he's possessed by the Freddy pillar. True. Freddy pillar. I I don't want to talk. I know we're not supposed to talk too much about the movie, but I am like this convinced, like almost hundred percent convinced that that caterpillar was left over from something they already had the cg for it right and they were just like fuck it put it because it, it only slightly looks like freddy like it has a little bit of that aesthetic yes but it's it like, has like the modeled stretched skin but the rest of it is just like a caterpillar like right. a creepy giant caterpillar with a with a hookah, with a hookah. Uh, yeah, I, I caterpillar and bong, ob- bong like, yeah, for sure. Fair, I mean, same. Uh, for sure. Right, so he obviously has to come with that. Sorry, and his mouth has to be able to accommodate that Freddy pillar. So yeah, like, it you wasn't open his mouth and it just like <laughs> slides in there. Oh my there. god, that's horrifying, and I reject that <laughs> as an idea um, for my own psychological stability. Never need to see that in real life. So everybody does pull apart. So I wrote that he needs to have a diagonal pull apart torso for when Jason slashes him with the machete. Yes. But. A magnet. Yeah, a magnet. Perfect. Because he also needs to come with the syringes full of sedatives. So he can stab Jason in the neck in order to bring him into the real world. Yeah. Isn't it crazy that we could probably conceive of like three different toys of this character that has like he's like should be the least important character but is is like you said arguably the most important one i think they say his name three times in the movie (laughs) and it's all being like freeberg stop doing that cosbla i could not i was convinced i knew his name three different times in the movie each time they said it and each time i was incorrect and it was a separate name 
I I think I heard, I thought it was reefer. I I heard reefer. I heard uh rebar. Rebar. And I heard um weed weedberg. I think or the, weed, the idea that he is like his whole personality is a stoner. We were like, it has to be some weird like yeah. nickname for him. But no, it's just Freeberg. His Freeberg. name. Maybe that just it sounds kind of like Freebird. And the people who wrote this movie think that that's a hip like stoner song. Sure. Or something. Sure. I don't know. Six degrees of separation. Why not? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's crazy because like I could I could imagine uh, joint smoking freeberg right i could imagine caterpillar swallowing yes freeberg uh needle stabbing right freeberg diagonal magnet pull diagonal apart. magnet pull apart and yep. then you could even i guess the the huge needle one would be like the freddy possessed freeberg because sure. he says like leave it to me bitch oh yeah <laughs> he could have the freddy voice speaking action feature or whatever <laughs> Well, and so I guess my point at the beginning was obviously he would come with the bottles of hypnosil. Okay, yeah, cause he, because that's another one is the shaking it down the breaking it down yeah. the drain. Yeah, yeah, where he's dumping the huge, comically huge bottles of pills into the sink. Well, it's like a perspective <laughs> thing. They got like a giant pill and dropped it down like a forty-inch <laughs> cylinder, and it just is—it's like comically scaled. It's my favorite effect in the movie. I would say close second for me. Oh, what's your favorite? My favorite is the scene when, and it's not even really like an effect. It's just a shot. It's when Freddy launches himself out of the water and um, oh, Lori's on the pier. Really and cool. it's very like sparse. Yeah. It's like mostly black in the background. You can just see a little bit of water lapping at the pier and it's very heavily red lit. Yeah, that is a cool shot. You yeah. haven't even mentioned Kelly Rowland yeah, we from have Destiny's to, Child. So the, as far as I see it, there's two more characters we have to touch on. Okay. There's there's Kelly Rowland. Yeah. And we can do her now. I mean, there's really not much to say. <laughs> for, it's Kelly Rowland. She's not a very good actress. She's very pretty. For for her, I put maybe she should just sing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> maybe, I mean. Maybe if her toy just like plays a clip from a Destiny's Child song. I'm for it. <laughs> that's the best we can I hope mean, for. I mean, honestly, it would do her more justice than having any of the lines from the movie. Because yeah. they're all rough. Oh, man. She gets like all of the worst lines. And it, and she tells, says them poorly, too. It's like in movies where you can tell the actor is just pronouncing the words phonetically and doesn't really know where the intonation <laughs> is. Except Kelly Rowland is a perfectly intelligent young woman oh, yeah, she who knows English how to speak well. the English language very beautifully. <laughs> but for some reason, when a camera is pointed in her face and she's given a line to read, she says it in like the most awkward way possible. Yeah, it's like some... Bless her. Like, some like uh, school theater shit. It's like, rough, man. Like, uh, So yeah, I guess her toy eh. is just... I mean, she doesn't even... I was. I thought I remembered her getting like cleanly cut in half, but I think I just mixed that up with Freebird. Yeah, and she just kind of gets clobbered. She gets like thrown against a tree and then thrown against a wall. It's really brutal. It is all brutal. of the women die in really, really gruesome ways. The dudes get like slashed and they're immediately dead. Yeah, but well, the women the, get like brutalized. Half, right? Yeah, it was quick though. He was stabbed <laughs> dead, and the rest was just theater. Yeah, yeah. It was just true. for show. That's true. Okay, so Kelly Rowland's character 
she just gets annihilated in the middle of like a sassy. It's like, it's weird. It's like this weird hero moment for her where she is supposed to be like standing up, saving the day and stuff. And then Freddie just like makes fun of her and Jason kills her brutally and she's dead. I, yeah, it's, it's it's super lame. That's There's a lame... lots of like weird tonal stuff in the movie too. Like, yeah, I know we're not talking about the movie; we're talking about the toys. But... Yeah, yeah, but it's still. There's I mean... lots of like seeing your best friend get murdered and then just being like a little sad afterwards, but yeah. not like s- screaming and crying. Well, and because most of the time, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because, in my eyes, it's a silly movie. Mm. That's the opinion that I have going into it. Sure. Is that like this is a silly movie? But clearly they, they put some heavy stuff in there. I mean, oh, yeah. there's like attempted rape and then suicide, like, graphic depiction of suicide. Yeah. Like Freddie is about to rape the uh, main girl before she gets away. Right. And like there's like, I mean, like you basically see Freddie start to attack a little girl. Like, yeah. Yeah. And then we see the little girl with her eyes all like carved, carved out. out. It's pretty dark. It's called Freddy versus Jason. That's just... It's ridiculous. Inherently silly. Absolutely. They, it's let them fight. Yeah, you know? exactly. And exactly. and that's that's like... I think that's... Whatever. I'm not here to opine about the movie, but... <laughs> like, that's my problem, I think, with this movie, for the most part, is that it's supposed to just be a ridiculous, campy slasher flick. Yeah. But they tried to make it like, oh, that's deep. It's like, like the director was trying to be an edgelord and be like, like, oh, what if we... Oh, let's give this girl like a, a strong, empowered... Oh, no, she got brutally murdered. Yeah. Isn't that funny? <laughs> and it's not at all. And it's, it's not, not even trying to be in the movie. But, but like there are a lot of parts in the movie that are just pure humor. And some of them are right before that happens. Oh, yeah. It's like whiplash. Yeah. You got her, but in like, eight months we're gonna want to watch it again. Making fun of Freddie's little dick, I, right? and Freddie giving her a look, kind of like, oh, maybe she's kind of a cool chick, and then up oh, dead. Dead. It's, it's fucking crazy. So so much fun. <laughs> uh, I I said to only two other characters, but actually now there are two more because oh. I I had actually forgotten about Lori. We didn't do a toy for her. Oh, we God. didn't really talk about You're her. Right. But I, I do want to talk character. about Miles Teller. Not Miles Teller. Um, the the dork Linderman. Linderman. Is his name, which... Everybody goes sub- by their last names. That's true, They except for Lori. Maybe her name is like Samantha Lori. Oh, maybe so. I don't know, I just made that up. Hey, it's a good theory. No, no. Mark and Will. Oh, yeah, those are... Okay. Which... I got nothing. We didn't even talk about Will... Because Will doesn't fucking do Will anything. Will is pointless. Will is here to be like, hey. He looks he looks like Matt Dillon cut off a big toenail and then it came to life. And it's now it's that guy. I'm literally speechless. <laughs> <laughs> like that guy is so nothing he doesn't bring anything to the plot he is so bland that i forgot about him for most of the movie (laughs) and then he shows back up and i'm like oh yeah all he does the one thing he does in the movie he crashes the van and should have killed everyone that's that's a brutal crash it is it's brutal it like flipped (laughs) (laughs) and then uh linder so linderman okay Okay, Linderman linderman ends up being a pretty important character 
He he the motherfucker has a scooter. He does, but it it doesn't play out. Like it just it doesn't he, pay he off. He arrives to the rave on a scooter. He shows up on it. a scooter, and then we never see the fucking scooter again. <laughs> uh, he he gets to stab Jason with a flag. Yes. Which is pretty fucking cool. I did write that down somewhere. He's got the flag, the American flag. He's like... Not Miles Teller comes with American flag for stabbing. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He's just, he's, he's just gets to stab Jason. I mean, it's with, pretty cool. It's pretty badass. And then he dies because he happens to get impaled on a, a piece of metal sticking out of the wall that they didn't even... It, it's like... It didn't get foreshadowed. We should call it... That should be the opposite of Chekhov's gun. It should right. be Lin- Schrodinger's gun. L- Linderman's uh, <laughs> Linderman's outcropping or something. Because oh, they don't set it up. We don't no. see it beforehand. It's just like he gets thrown against the wall and then, oh, look, it's a bloody outcropping. Right. Obviously, he's going to die later. And then, like, he and Kelly Rowland go out into the woods and he's like, I can't go any further. And she's like, should I stay? And he says, no, you should go. And then we literally watch him bleed out against the tree. Yeah. It's yeah. like awful. It's it's fucked. This movie yeah. Tonal issues to say the least. <laughs> yeah. Um We're like, we love this movie. It's fucking awful. <laughs> and, and so our final our final character. Like character number seventeen. Our final whatever. girl. Yeah. We, we have to talk about uh Monica Keener, I think yes. is her name. Lori. We did we mentioned her earlier. Up until the very last scene of the movie, the only thing I could come up with for a toy for her is just heaving action. Dude, her tits are out literally the entire movie. But they're never out. They're never fully out. But it's somehow more out than the women who literally showed their breasts. Yeah, it's like that hard PG-13 cleavage where like they... They somehow they like transplant her nipple to the bottom of her breast so that she's all cleavage. It's like almost showing. <laughs> yeah. And like they had to have tailored those shirts. Yeah. To be yeah. shaped like that. It was just crazy. So, okay, poor Lori. Literally the only thing I wrote down for her is Lori comes with two torches and major daddy issues. Oh yeah, for sure. Like <laughs> they make it weird from the beginning. Yeah, they do. Yeah, because there's that scene where they're having like a serious talk, and you were like, "Are they? Were they about to kiss?" And then in the next scene, they fucking kiss. Well, it's it's Freddy, but it's her dad. But yeah, and I'm just like, hold up, like, because <laughs> look, I don't tend to see these things unless they're in the movie. Yeah, clearly. and they definitely like slowly came together and at the last second she kissed him on the cheek and i was like ew what is that why did that happen i feel like that actor knew he was gonna get to kiss her later oh yeah he was just like oh yeah come here yeah it's like we're not really related yeah come here you 25 year old who's you 25 year old 16 year old in this movie uh so but like i actually i hated her character until the very end and then I actually kind of liked her, and I it wasn't really fair, but I kind of liked the way that she got to be the one that kicked Freddy's ass in the end. Yeah. That, like, she got to, for whatever reason, she set the pier on fire. She knew to do that from the beginning. Like, yeah. And then, now I'm pissed. The, the pier being on fire didn't even matter. Didn't matter at all. I was giving her credit for having 
yeah the good idea here yeah but that didn't matter it actually it just, just looked cool was, yeah yeah i guess the explosion mattered now i'm talking myself into it that, that the explosion actually mattered can i be real with you yes it's been what like maybe less than an hour since we watched it the yeah, end yeah I, I literally don't remember <laughs> i was so zoned out by the end i was just i was like all right let's move this along folks <laughs> well so she so her and uh nothing man yeah they uh they put gas on the pier and then they put gas on some uh some like e- explosion tanks yes and then Compressed she, gas of like some kind. the fucking Arukai runner, yes, she from Helm's Deep. She's got two spears. She's fucking the Olympic Arukai torch, Arukai yeah, torch yeah. spears. She's the <laughs> Olympic uh, torch runner. Yeah, and she fucking charges and just bah, and then sets that shit on fire, and then somehow has time to get out of there before it blows up. Right, but I, I, I came around on Lori as a character right. because not because she was a good character but because she got to do some cool shit she oh got i thought to... you're gonna say because she had really nice tits oh well i mean she had those the whole movie so True. that was not enough for me to like her <laughs> i mean that the actress is perfectly attractive totally but uh not enough not, not enough. enough to tempt me exactly mr darcy so, so that's our last toy, right? So Lori, yeah. Lori is our last toy, our last figure. Our we did final girl final toy. Goal. We definitely did more than six, but I don't uh, think it yeah. makes sense to go back through them. God no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so for the vehicles, I, 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 we both knew from the beginning the van, the stoner I, van, the serpent, the sex port. <laughs> <laughs> is so bad <laughs> it's so impossible to read what the name is it's like this killer uh like stoner van with the uh, heavy metal artwork on the side yeah and it's got on car- the front, shag carpet on the inside it says the serpent maybe i think but then i mean the the van other than crashing the van doesn't really serve that much so of a purpose. They do use the van to transport Jason back to Camp Crystal Lake or the Crystal Lake development. Yeah. And there's the thing, which is a really cool scene where it's sort of filmed directly from above. And you've got Jason who's sedated. And then Lori takes something yeah, they, to go I to sleep. They, they give her, her something. Um, and they're laying like immediately next to each other as she fades off into sleep to try and yeah. get into his dreams or her dreams. So you could have maybe an action feature where the van would eject Jason. He did shoot van. out of the back of the thing. <laughs> the the which... like top would open up and he just goes Nobody else was strapped in. How did <laughs> no. they not get ejected? So so we have the van and like I was just desperately scrabbling <laughs> for a second vehicle. And the police car doesn't do anything. The police doesn't do shit. And then I got real excited because there was a boat. I know. I thought, <laughs> we looked at each other and we were like, vehicle number two. <laughs> and then the boat serves doesn't no purpose do at all. Anything. So like, we just got one vehicle in this I thing. I mean, there's and that's the scooter, it. which also does nothing. Yeah, I guess the it's scooter is terrible. Just... So we got one vehicle there's... and it's it's not even a great one. I mean, it's a great vehicle. I would definitely drive that van. Oh, totally. With like the velvet. I mean, I do drive a van. We could definitely commission someone <laughs> to put that art on there. The Thalosaurus mobile. We Look, can, man. We'll get it painted as the sex port. <laughs> <laughs> 
so we're going to get to the final thing here, the playset. Right. And the playset is incredibly obvious. It's. I would say so. It's got, what do you, I mean, just, just. Well, it's the final just, battle between Freddy versus Jason. It's the uh, Camp Crystal Lake slash Crystal Lake development <laughs> <laughs> construction slate pier and industrial factory well there's a cabin too oh the cabin right that's what's weird is that it's like they still have a cat okay the camp is still there well yeah (laughs) (laughs) maybe they're just starting to tear down camp crystal lake in order to build these like haunted apartments or whatever well then jason did him a, a favor he used Freddy like a, a wrecking ball. It's true. To tear that, he wrecked that, that cabin, cabin for down. sure. <laughs> um, yeah. So, I mean, the showdown basically takes full advantage of every possible set piece in the construction site slash pier slash cabin slash lake area. Yeah. Um, we've got to have gas canisters stacked up like it was... Seven by seven, eight by eight ish. There were so many. There was tons. And I don't then, even know what that would be. Like, is that supposed to be I guess for like acetylene for welding. torches? Yeah, yeah. Do that's just, my thought. You you deal with uh, that kind of thing. Do they usually keep around seven thousand <laughs> acetylene <laughs> torches for a construction site where no actual welding appears to be taking place? Seems about right. Yeah, about seven thousand. Yeah, about about five million <laughs> gas canisters. Uh, aimed perfectly in alignment with where Jason is going to yeah, walk towards yeah. you. Yeah, that seems good. Seems good to me. Seems reasonable. I mean, those were definitely the the very first thing when I started thinking about playset was yeah. a launching uh, rockets like propane tank missile. Absolutely. Uh, that would be a cool feature yeah. for sure. And it was fun. Like it was actually a really fun scene. It was. Um, as you mentioned earlier, the rebar. Yeah. You got to have a like stack of rebar that can fall down i guess i don't know i'm trying to think maybe maybe it's like a plastic cage that you can put pull down over the top of jason or freddy and it it won't be going through them but it will at least approximate it's like a little string and you drop it and it it's like a a plastic cage so here's what i'm thinking it drops hits a pressure plate on the playset. And then you have a stationary Jason that's there, and the little rebars like shoot up at him. They go up through him. That sounds great. No, I don't know what I'm talking about. No, that sounds great. I love it. Um, Uh, It definitely has to have the billboard in the back that has the classic Camp Crystal Lake sign, like dirty at the bottom of it. But then it's got like huge graphics of like a fish jumping out of the lake and just says luxury fishing. Yeah. That tickled me. (laughs) <laughs> so much i don't know why it's just such an absurd thing like they had a like company print out a massive billboard that's true that's in the background of two <laughs> scenes for like three seconds but it made an impression on me so you know I money well spent i guess one of the things that tickled me about that scene was when they're panning the camera in when they're first getting there mm-hmm. and they they like hover on that sign that says camp crystal lake right as if we didn't know that's where they were as they if, literally said earlier in the movie we have to take him to camp crystal lake because yeah. it's where he's from they say it like 10 times when okay. they're driving in the van so it's not like it's a surprise do you then remember after the heavy focus on that billboard sign we then pan over to kelly Rowland, who's just pointing at the sign <laughs> look 
It's Camp Crystal Lake. <laughs> like, we're all fucking idiots, and we've been comatose for the last 15 minutes of the movie. Maybe we're just tuning in to this part of the movie, and we're like, where are they? Oh, thanks, Kelly Rowland. We're at Camp Crystal Lake. Now I get it. Yeah. Um, there's the hopper, the big bucket that swings down. Oh, that... I didn't know what that was. I called that big uh, thing. Big thing. Yeah. It was like a thing that was on a, a, hopper. Sh- on a rope Put for something some in it. And then there's usually like a lever or a pole on the side that you oh. like, it could be So you would like fill it up with or... corn and then. Yeah. Corn. It, it could totally to gravel. Floor. Yeah. Some sort of sand or something and you need to swing it over to the location you open it for a second and close it Uh, okay okay it's like a controlled release type thing that's definitely a cool gimmick to have that thing bouncing around i didn't understand what it was or why it was existed it's a construction thing don't worry about it it was neat to see that thing like for freddie to be kind of wary of it and jason is just kind of like that hurts it's whatever yeah there's definitely a lot of um construction MacGuffins. Yes. Where it's like a mind cart full of sand for yeah, some reason. Sand. You laughed at me for corn and there's sand. So I don't I know mean, what's the difference. It's a construction site. I'm not sure. <laughs> Maybe they're just like doing a lot of deer hunting. And Look, so they keep they keep like have, ten thousand cubic yards of <laughs> we have a lot of corn lobbies in the country <laughs> and they want us to use corn for everything. We use it for our sugar. We use it's it for true. our sand, and we use it <laughs> for uh, stuffing our pillows. So yeah, I mean, corn is everywhere. So I also thought about the cabin. Yes, because the cabin has like the fire going around. It's got Miles Teller's little uh, outcropping. <laughs> it's it's got but but what i want to see is some like breakaway windows Ooh. where jason can can just drag freddie back and oh forth gosh. breaking all the windows like you have windows that pop out yes and and uh fall apart yes and then um the pier yes you gotta have the pier well i felt like some kind of lake the uh, pier situation. lake would be part of the construction site it okay, butts it up because the construction it. site is like approximately three feet away from the lake that's true high tide you're fucked yeah <laughs> is we there have tide to, in a lake i don't know yeah of course that's there's it. i mean it depends on how big the lake is like yeah there's tides in lake pontchartrain i don't know these things I'll, science i trust you you shouldn't <laughs> <laughs> it would be cool to, to have a gimmick to reenact your your scene that you talked yes. about of freddie lifting up you could have like a like a little thing that clips a figure into it. Yep. And then you like move another thing and it would lift him up out of the water. Yes. And then Lori can like crouch heavingly up underneath heavingly. him. That's her action. <laughs> she feature. heaves. Yeah. She heaves her bosoms. <laughs> Thank you for listening to us ramble on about Freddy versus Jason. A very consistently mediocre movie. Yeah. That, that I have a high opinion of or yeah, have. That a- will be delighted to watch again now. in a year and, when uh, we forget all of its flaws. Yeah. It's I, consistently mediocre. You know, like, it is the mech rib of movies. Six figures to be a